Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, it's episode 155, and I guess you're in the process of keeping your kids alive. Yeah, Mike, we've never done a drinking episode on this show before, but I think we should because... <laughs> really feel free to drag that beep all the way out Mike. i will i will for sure yes yes our family except for me for some reason has been sick since basically wednesday after daycare ben came home and uh he was kind of in like a, a slight of a, a mood a little bit of a mood yeah and all of a sudden he just sort of started disintegrating in front of our eyes like you know, he just all of a sudden lost all of his energy, started getting really pale. The fever shot up to like 101 degrees and it was a real mess, Mike. It was a real mess. And then he had that for for a couple days. And then, of course, you know, his little brother got it, too. And so dealing with the two of them because then his fever went away. But then the cough came and it was like one of those deep coughs. We think it's croup. That maybe have you heard of croup? Oh, I've before? heard of croup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're thinking that's what it is because apparently that's been going around all the schools and all the daycares and everything like that. So could be that. And then you know it wouldn't be too bad if you know both Tiff and I were healthy, but Tiff's also sick. Uh-huh, <laughs> so uh-huh. it's just like Jesus Christ. So I feel like I'm in a zombie movie. You know where all my friends you know are just getting bitten one after another and it's like well it's only a matter of time before i run out of ammo you know and you know i'm next right <laughs> save so, that last bullet for yourself yeah yeah just <laughs> exactly exactly maybe a little less dark than that but uh, <laughs> but but yeah holy shit mike it's uh it's been it's been a week almost a whole week now so i can hardly wait for them to uh to get better that's for sure so i, I feel like that makes your week a very <laughs> <laughs> very boring update like not too much going on besides <laughs> well feeling better I, I have i've got a lot of stories mike but it's just yeah it, it's it's just been a lot it's been mm-hmm. a, it's been a lot of stuff but hey you know what yeah you said stories let's just jump right into the stories mike our kids obviously go to gymnastics and stuff and i wasn't there this week but this is sort of a secondhand story yeah you know when when we leave the the coaches and stuff are like oh you know See you later. Thanks for coming. Like, they're all very chipper and upbeat and everything like that. And, you know, they were saying goodbye to Ben. And then Ben just kind of looks at them and deadpan calmly says and looks at them and says, I don't want to come back here ever again. (laughs) 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 And then turns and walks out the door. (laughs) And it's just like, oh, that's a okay. All right. That was like a threat. Yeah, he has a great time. And fortunately, they all thought it was quite funny that he would say something like that. But uh, yeah, Tiff was telling me that story. And it's like, I have to tell it on the podcast because that's amazing. That's so funny. Yeah, no, I, I didn't hear that one. Yeah. So anyway, that, that was pretty good. And then uh, Ben has really started wanting to sleep on the floor. So this is partially my fault because when he first got his fever, I decided I'm going to sleep in his room with him just in case you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because he was going to get up every two hours anyway which he he did um so i i dragged a mattress in there and of course he wanted to sleep on the floor with me while he was sick so i grabbed like the old crib mattress that we have and put on the floor as well and now mike he wants to sleep on the floor all the time even though i have long stopped sleeping in his room with him he wants to sleep on the floor so right now he does his naps on the floor and he usually does bedtime in his actual big boy bed so, I mean, you try to figure out the little kid brain logic there, Mike. I don't f- fully understand why, but he seems to love it. It's it's funny how that kind of stuff works. Like you, you do one thing one time and then suddenly that's the status quo going forward. Yeah, it is. It's so weird, right? Anyway, so he's done that. And then, uh, Mike, we, we dipped our toe into video gaming with little boys. Mm-hmm. Well, he bought his first video game. And by he, I mean, I bought it on his behalf. Of course. Yeah. So can you, do you want to take a guess what the first game would be? You don't, uh, don't think too hard about it. it, it I'm assuming it was a, a Steam game. Yes. Yeah, because like you didn't retroactively go out and buy another PS4 or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. So it's something on PC, something that kid would like. Is it a Lego game? It is not. Well, that oh. probably would have been a good choice, too. We ended up buying Farming Simulator. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, yeah, he gets to drive the little tractors around. And so far, we played it for about a grand total of 10 minutes before he got bored of it. But 
kind of into it, Mike. I might play it on my own a little bit later. (laughs) (laughs) But I just thought it was funny. Yeah, because he, for some reason on YouTube, because he likes watching YouTube shows, he stumbles upon like videos of people playing Farming Simulator. And he likes watching them. So I was like, okay, well, we'll buy it. And you can drive the tractors yourself. So maybe in a little bit, he'll, he'll get more into it. Maybe he just needs to watch you play it. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. To really like teach him about like the economics of, uh, of farming and everything. Like that. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got to either learn it from, from some random YouTuber or he could learn it from his dad. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then finally, Mike, I got one more before I hand over the reins to you. But uh, he was going to the bathroom the other day. And I think I was in here working because obviously I've been working from home since uh, since Thursday of last week. And he comes in after going to the bathroom with the toilet seat in his hand. And he goes, Daddy, I broke the toilet seat. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have one of those ones where it's like, you know, it's the regular seat. But then within the regular seat is like a smaller kid run that you yep. can kind of put that one up and down. So the smaller one broke off. But yeah, he just came in and he was like very confused that, that he broke the toilet seat and stuff. But it, it was just quite uh, not something I was expecting, Mike, for him to waddle back here, pants around the ankles with a toilet seat in hand. You know, <laughs> of course not. Of course not. <laughs> no. uh, it's funny that you mentioned video games because a couple of weeks ago I was talking about how William likes this block game that we've been playing Boom Blocks on the Wii. And you made the suggestion, well, maybe, maybe William would like Wii Sports. Mm hmm. Well, William came home from daycare the other day and he was like, we played tennis today. I want to play tennis again. I'm like, well, I, I don't have tennis rackets and we certainly don't have a tennis net or anything like that. So why not? Why not? Let's give Wii Sports a try. See if he, he enjoys the tennis. And and I, I gave him the little wrist strap and I held it on to make sure that he didn't huck it into the TV or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then I gave him the basic, you know, like hold it and then move your arm. And, and that's all you need to do to make the, the guy swing the thing. And then the actual match started and he just sat there and the guy continuously scored on him. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, no, William, like, this is what you got to do. And then next thing I know, I am playing the game with William's hand. <laughs> so I'm playing for him right. as he's, uh, you know, again, this is tied to him. He's holding it. I'm swinging it. And then he's like, all done tennis. And I'm like, okay, well, let's try a different game on here. Let's try baseball. We got to strike one. And then he was all done baseball. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, oh, we sports man. was a, it was a, he had more fun taking the disc out of the sleeve that it was in than he did actually <laughs> playing the game. I was going to say, Wii Sports was one of my favorite Wii games, even though that was the most basic one. Maybe because it wasn't bowling. I don't know. Like I mean, bowling yeah. was the best one. That's all I ever it played was, was bowling. It was the best one. Yeah. But I, I felt bowling was a little too complicated because there's a button you got to push down and then let go of. So I was going to say, yeah, because don't you have to like press the trigger and A or something at the same time? Yeah, I, 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 I didn't play it. I remember you have to hit like B to aim and then A to to actually like release kind of a thing. Right. And yeah, no, we we uh, we didn't try bowling. We felt that might be a little I felt that might be a little too much for him. And, uh, and right. then it was back to the block game because he was all done with uh, with Wii Sports very, very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Mike, you tried and that's the important thing. It's true. It's true. And. Something else that's 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 gone on is is William. He I told you that he had some troubles at daycare. He was not having a good time. Mm -hmm. And so what we ended up doing was we just kind of both started going with him to daycare. Like we were actually walking to daycare because it was nice out and it's not that far of a walk. Like it's about the same walk that we used to make to our old daycare. Right. And and we kind of came to the conclusion that the long walk was kind of drawing out the dread of daycare for him. So we just started driving him there in the morning instead because it's like a two minute drive instead. So he just basically gets there a lot quicker. And in between that and the fact that both parents were there at daycare drop off seemed to be doing a lot to, to make it a lot easier for William to, to get to daycare. And then the one day we went and you remember last week it was very, very rainy. Remember how I also mentioned that our daycare had like it, it had this one entrance that everybody went into and it made a big line and, and everything. They started a new policy because all of the rooms have their own exterior doors that because of what was going on with COVID that they would let everybody go to the exterior doors instead. 
Mm-hmm. So that way we would all walk around and, and just go to the doors and go straight to our class. We could meet his teachers finally, all that kind of stuff. So the day comes where we're walking him to his class and it's raining outside. And I say to Laura, I'm like, you know, there's a bit of a hill on the way to his 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 door. Is that going to be OK? And she's like, well, we're going to find out. And we did find out. <laughs> Oh, no. What happened? So Laura decided to carry William because she didn't want him to slip and fall in the mud. And then Laura promptly slipped and fell in the mud on her own. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. So we were worried that William kind of got his foot stuck underneath Laura when she went down. He was crying. He was very upset. We we took him to the we took him to the room and uh, and I finally got to meet Mr. Adam. It was really awkward that this is the moment that I get to meet Mr. Adam because he was like, right. Because we're both like, nice to meet you. And meanwhile, like our the kid is just screaming, you know, just very upset. And we kind of came to the conclusion that, you know, he was OK. Like he didn't fall on, on his leg. He kind of limped around a little bit. We think he like he like hit his toe into the ground when he landed. And that might have mm-hmm. been the, the problem because he was kind of a little limpy, but he was OK. Like he was still walking on it. He could put pressure on it, you know. So we, we assumed he wasn't too hurt. Both Laura and I felt pretty like, oh, my God, oh, my God, you know, I hope he's OK. Are we being bad parents by leaving him here? Should we have just taken him home? Should we have taken him to the hospital? He seemed like he was doing OK. He was walking OK, blah, 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 blah. And then it kind of got silent for a second. And I turned to Laura and I go, I'm taller than Mr. Adam. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I was waiting to hear. My, the, the, the exciting conclusion of the Mr. Adam story. Yeah, Mr. Adam's not so tall. I'm yeah. taller than. So, how much taller are you, Mike? Like an not inch? Not that. Not you know? yeah. Maybe about yeah. an inch. Maybe okay. about an uh, inch. Enough. Two inches, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you put on some big boots, you could really up the ante a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was it was interesting at first because I was there's like a step at the door and it was like, well, I don't know. If he's if I'm tall, I'm like, oh my god, is my kid okay? Am I taller than him? Is my kid okay? You know, (laughs) just sort of shuffle in behind him a little bit, like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was interesting, and sure enough, yeah. So he William seemed like he was doing okay, and we sort of watched him for the next couple days, and he seemed like he was okay, and and he's been fine ever since. He's just been a little, he was just kind of a little shaky for a bit, and it was like, cool. Well, let's. Let's contact the, the the daycare about that. And they changed the policy after like one day because of that. Oh, no. We were not the only people to slip and fall. After we slipped and fell uh, while we were at the door of our room trying to get William inside, I saw two people run out, put down a mat and a don't slip sign. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess they were like, oh, well, maybe we should do something about that now that someone else has fallen because of this. Yeah, so we had a bit of a we had a bit of a scare. Then it worked out that uh, that wasn't the worst thing that could have happened with daycare because there was a COVID case in William's class, and now his daycare is shut down. And wonderful, yes. So, is it the entire daycare that shuts down, or just like his group of kids? Just his group because they they don't cross the 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 rooms don't cross, so the teachers don't cross. There's no contact between them, so. Thankfully, it's thankfully it's just yeah. William's room shut down. And I guess I guess restrictions have changed because I was expecting it to be closed for the next two weeks. But apparently it's only closed until Monday, which was a bit of a surprise. We have to get William tested. We can't get him tested until Friday because mm-hmm. of, you know, like it, it's kind of pointless to test him before a certain point because he could not be showing symptoms or anything like that. Like it wouldn't sure, have just stayed sure. long enough. So we have to wait till a certain date. So Friday is when we're going to go get him tested, which is like, come on, man. It's like Monday, Tuesday. Why, why I have to wait till Friday. This sucks. You know, like I just want to know. Cause at the same time, my dad's birthday was on Sunday and we had people over to our house for the first time. Like mm-hmm. we had everybody over for dinner and it's like, Oh, the next day I find out after I've had, 12 people at my house that oh <laughs> my son had COVID exposure and now you all did too uh, you know so uh we're gonna have to keep everybody posted on what's going on and oh it's 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 fun it's it I don't know if you've if you've heard the rules on exposure lately it's very weird stuff but because William is exposed and unvaccinated he is quarantined until he's allowed to go you know until he's got his uh right his, right. his queen his clean bill of health well, Laura and I, despite the fact that we live with him and are constantly around him, we can go wherever we want, do whatever we want, 
wherever we want. It's it's we're vaccinated. That's why. But mm-hmm. still, it seems a little weird to me that it'd be like, oh, OK, well, this person might have COVID. And you just could go wherever you want. You know, like, the, you know, the person that is coughing and sneezing and wiping his boogers on you constantly. I just, <laughs> you know, why don't you go to the, to the grocery store and, and take a look around, you know, after yeah. the, after that's happened. I don't know. It, it's it's weird. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, we can still kind of live our lives, even though, you know, we're back to, oh, well, now daddy's watching William while he's working again and. And thankfully, Laura was actually able to get her boss to to kind of cut some slack. And uh, and now we're sharing responsibilities. I do the morning. She does the afternoon when it comes to watching William and also working at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah, that probably makes things a lot easier. I, I know it's it's definitely tough to do some any sort of big work when the kids are home. That's for sure. Have you ever have you ever sat down and tried to figure out how many days of daycare William has missed since the start of the pandemic? <laughs> My God, no! Because I feel yeah. like it's an incredible amount. You it's know? a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Like I remember that I was talking to my coworkers, and they told me that they had a bet on how long it was going to be before William was back out of daycare. <laughs> at one point, yeah, and and they didn't even meet the. It didn't even meet the lowest bet. yeah he has he's had some real bad luck hasn't he and funnily enough i mean this room that william is in this is the second time they've had a covid case in this room this month (laughs) you know like they remember there was that case that that happened right before we started where the day we started was the day they were their quarantine was oh yeah that's right that's right yeah and now and now we're in a new quarantine and it's, it's the same month it's twice in a month uh, yeah yeah that's really shitty it is really shitty yeah. but makes for good podcast material and really that's the important thing here <laughs> that's you know the important thing. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah yeah it's it's gonna be interesting I, I i hope to find like i hope we get good results like the results quicker we have an appointment already booked and i just hope that it, we have i feel like we're not gonna have experience like last time remember we were in and out in like five minutes mm-hmm from what I understand, because of school being back in, the numbers are climbing, 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 and I, I expect it to be a lot busier this time. So it just depends. I, I know we took Ben on Thursday to get one when he had his fever and, and everything, and it was we got the I don't know we got the appointment like the evening before for the next morning, so like yeah. it wasn't too bad. But we went to we went to the Brantford, so it was not in Hamilton, but. Maybe it's a little different in Hamilton. Oh, you're still going to Brantford to get those easy tests? Well, no, they actually gone back to like just the straight up nose ones. But uh, for us, driving to Brantford is you know more or less the same distance as driving to downtown Hamilton. You know, oh, where a lot I of get the you. clinics and stuff are. So I get you. Yeah, yeah. no, we're over. We're not too far from Mohawk where they do the clinic there. So it's right. pretty easy for us to to just hop over there. So yeah. Uh, fun times. And the other fun thing, too, is after they give us this phone call, right? Like, it's already the day. It's already the day that I watch William because Laura's working till late. And I'm already, like, stressed out because William is, is going crazy. And I just had a tough day at work. Because on top of that, like, on top of everything else is going on, I'm also covering for somebody at work. So my workload is bigger than usual. And it's right. been, so I had a really busy day at work. And then it was right into William time. And Laura had to go get him early, too, because of the way like she had to, she has to pick him up on her break. And so she picked him up earlier than normal. So he was home early. So I had a shorter work day after being a very busy work day. And it was like, OK, I had so much more work I have to do. So I'm stressed out about work. And then, you know, William is not being very cooperative with 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 uh, the thing. And then Laura comes down and tells me this. And I'm like, oh, my God. I also slept terrible the night before, too. And <laughs> and so I'm sitting there during dinner and I just feel like this twinge of a headache. And I'm like, it's the COVID. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you're an idiot. You're vaccinated. But breakthrough cases, you know, like, just well, that's right. Yeah. You know, it doesn't guarantee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it just one thing after another. And it was yeah. like, you you're you're fine stupid yeah but, do you yeah. ever do you ever sometimes uh you know william needs something and you go to like help him but then you're like ooh, i don't you know you know is there ever like that hesitation where it's like i don't want to get too close you know <laughs> not not uh i feel I, again I, once i like i said i I feel, I feel like if i have it i have it at this point yeah. like yeah i i don't know i 
I don't know what because it's supposed to be the the rules are ten days from the exposure that like they the close the daycare is closed for. Yeah. So if that puts it at Monday, then we're already talking like last week. You know, like the was when the exposure happened. Well, right? that's so, exactly yeah, exactly. Because I mean, the kid who got it has had it for a few days, so he's probably already spread it and everything. Like yeah, that. like if if the exposure happened, say last Thursday, come on, like my kids sneezing and coughing and shoving his hands in my mouth constantly if he if if, if i i got it if if, if i got it you know <laughs> yeah. like well, that's what i keep thinking with my kids and their sickness it's like i've been coughed in the mouth you know <laughs> like yeah a hundred times it's like well if i haven't gotten it already it's definitely coming so yeah yeah my favorite was uh yesterday when william was like uh daddy eat william's boogers and i'm like no 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 <laughs> <laughs> we will not be eating daddy's or william's yeah, boogers yeah. all right mike let's move off our sick kids yeah and, and this sick life that we leave and you know or lead sorry not leave and let's get into some sick individuals yeah let's do it Let's do it, a sick individual. I'm gonna recline here, Mike. We're oh, I'm getting we're into settling it, settling in. Yeah, you're getting in. You got well. You got to settle in for such heavy topics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and this episode's got another whole bunch of updates again, as, as it turns out. But let's start with uh, the real, the real big one is that uh, Activision Blizzard has settled their first first lawsuit because a second one has happened which we'll get to as well but they've settled the first one which was the original lawsuit which we were talking about not too long ago and i don't know it's a bit of a slap on the wrist in in the sense like the california labor board basically was like we reached a solution and activision was basically like we didn't do anything wrong but we're gonna help you out kind of a thing like they didn't they admitted no wrongdoing in their statements it was basically like we're committed to having a safe workplace and therefore we're going to work with you but you know never once being like but we failed at making that safe workplace so far yeah exactly i i you know i i hadn't read a ton about this one but yeah they they had to make a payout of 18 million dollars you know, and for a company that makes how many billions of dollars? A yeah, year? Like, like that's barely a bonus for Bobby Kotick, right? The president of the CEO of Activision Blizzard. Like that's barely a bonus for him. Yeah. And like, from what I understand, that's not even like the 18 million isn't even like, oh, we're paying this as like a settlement. They're basically like, we're going to allocate this money over here for when it's needed like they're not even like fully paying that out kind of a thing they're basically like well if somebody if you feel somebody is deserving of it here's the 18 million we've put aside which is like oh good leave it you know rather than actually you know do it yourself and and kind of focus on on the people that you've quote unquote well not quote unquote you have wronged yeah you you just left it to somebody else to take care of and and also by making it like Here's a finite pool of money, you know, like just. Yeah, yeah. Split yeah. it amongst yourselves and, and then shut up about it. No, I, yeah. I I agree. I think it's kind of insane. And I'm, I'm almost disappointed in, in the state of California for accepting this, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's good enough. You know, rather than, you know, take the, all of the might that they have behind them and really make a point and really make an example of them i was honestly hoping they'd make an example of them even though i love blizzard games i mean we had a whole episode celebrating blizzard before we found out how awful they were (laughs) but uh yeah so i mean it's disappointing for that now that being said they're not out of the woods entirely like they still have the sec looking into it from the perspective of you know whether bobby kotick and other executives knew about the sexual harassment stuff and didn't tell investors Mm mm-hmm you know, so that could be an issue. And then they've been losing a lot of, of their high end ta- or not high end talent, but high level talent. So another Overwatch executive, Chaco Sunny, has left the, the company and then their chief legal counsel has left the company, which really doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't feel great when your your main lawyer decides, hey, you know what, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, this is a good time to exit. Yeah. Right when you're in the yeah. middle of massive lawsuits. No, exactly, exactly. But there is another lawsuit coming. Activision Blizzard employees have filed another suit uh, accusing the company of union busting and intimidation tactics Mm -hmm. that they're using on their employees. So 
An example of that would be employees who have a long-standing record of good performance reviews and stuff, but they've all of a sudden become very outspoken. Well, guess what, Mike? Boy, their performance just isn't really up to snuff anymore. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's probably a good chance they're going to get let go because of the performance, you know. Of course, of course. So, I mean, that's... I don't love it. I don't love it, but I guess we should have seen it coming when they hired that that PR team or whatever it was, right? Yeah, the, the, the Amazon team that, that busts the, the unions. No, exactly. So, I mean, it's... Frankly, I mean, I think everything related to them is embarrassing, and they're just trying to get it over with as fast as possible. But man, I I don't know. I wish I wish some heads would roll here, and honestly, I wish the company would would really be made an example of, as I just said previously. But I don't know. It seems like they're uh, almost they're almost done now. I feel like they're like all the slaps on the wrists are, that they're ever going to take are have been taken, and. You know, we're all going to forget about this in about a month and a half when Overwatch 2 comes out next and year. Call of Duty and yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. I guess that's the way that the internet works nowadays. You know, you get outraged for a week and then it's like, okay, let's move on to the next one and forget about all the ones that had just happened, right? Well, I mean, I, this is this is funny. This isn't something that we mentioned or meant to talk about. It's not on our docket, our fancy new docket. But it's it's just like the way what you just said, what re- it made me think of it was... I don't know if you've also seen the lawsuit that's going around that that Disney is suing the heirs and family members of prominent Marvel creators so that they can keep the the a hundred percent full rights to Avengers characters. So they're suing like Stan Lee's family and Steve Ditko's family and like all of these prominent comic character creators. Like they're they're basically like the characters that they would lose full ownership of. Now, so if if this went all through, that they would they'd end up with because because from what I understood, it's hard to it's hard. I'm not a lawyer, mm-hmm. you know. There's a lot of legalese. From what I I understood is there's the possibility that say Steve Ditko's remaining family they could take the rights or at least a share of the rights of Spider Man. Or Doctor Strange, characters that Steve Ditko worked on, and in in 2023, like that that would be the time that 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 would they would be able to do that. So right. Disney Disney is suing them to head them off at the pass to make sure that they can keep the full rights of these characters. And again, it's full rights versus equal rights. So say you know Stanley's family would get compensated for all of these movies with all these characters he created, that kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Well, there were all of these people who were very quick to jump on the side of the mega corporation that's like, no, no, you, you these guys better win. Like Disney better win. I want my Avengers movies. I want my Spider-Man movies. Well, it's like you still get them. It's just the, the families would get compensated. Well, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the families want them to keep making the movies and the stuff just as much as everybody else would. But Mike, I mean, forgive me. I don't really fully understand this. So... I mean, Marvel was obviously bought by Disney. I don't know how many years ago now it was, yeah. you know, 10, 10 plus years ago. So how does the family members or the, I guess the original creators still retain any sort of ownership? I guess this was part of the, the original deal is, hey, I made Spider-Man. Therefore, you know, I want a small piece of it. Or like, I would have thought like once you sold Marvel, that was kind of it, you know? Yeah. Well, this like work it, the, the comics industry in general mm-hmm. is notorious like this is I, I you know of image comics right like where spawn and yeah yeah image comics is basically like the comics industry's answer to years and years and years of like exploitation of comic artists and writers oh, okay sure so basically everybody who works in works for dc and works for marvel they are under what is work for hire contracts where you know they'll create new characters and 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 storylines like and that will be their hey you know you you made this but you signed this deal therefore we own the rights to all of this and even though you created this character and you breathe life into them and and uh you know name them and all that stuff you don't get anything for it like a okay. perfect example a perfect example is ed brubaker who is the creator of the winter soldier not bucky but the winter soldier and the storyline of the winter soldier he has famously gone on to say 
I mean, look at all these movies. There's, there's the movie. How many movies is the Winter Soldier been in? There's Captain America. He's in Civil War. He's in both in Avengers Infinity movies. He's got his own series where he's a title character. Yeah, yeah. He's in a lot. You know, yeah. He's in a lot. Ed Brubaker has made $5,000 from the use of the Winter Soldier in Marvel films. Right. Like it, literally, that's it. That's all he was entitled to by basis of the worker deal that he has. And like, it's like that with everybody. So anybody who's made a character that's being used in any of these movies, they get $5,000 and that's it. You're done. You don't get anything else. The movie made a billion dollars. Well, you made 5,000, you know, like that's, that's right. Right. So like, obviously these characters are a lot, the ones in the lawsuit, they're a lot older and (sighs) I, I'm not sure the the reason because I I would like I said I would have assumed I would have assumed that these characters would be under the same work for higher rules that that let them belong to Marvel. Like a perfect example is the lawyer that is representing the Ditko family is also the lawyer that represented the Jerry Siegel and Schuster, the creators of Superman. <laughs> like the, oh, their okay, families okay. years ago when DC was fighting the families of su- the creators of Superman for the rights to Superman, you know, so it's not like this is the first rodeo that this has happened and kind of a thing. So, yeah, it, it's it's messy and like I don't fully completely understand it, but it's just kind of like, hey, here's a mega corporation suing, you know, a family for the rights to something. And it's like we want the people are in it for the mega corporation, you know, like they don't care as long as they get their, as long as they get their, their, their Avengers movie in a couple of years, that that's all they care about. And it's like, what we were talking about, this is, you know, trying to liken it back to what we were talking about. You know, the new call of duty is coming. I don't care. They got their slap on the wrist. It's over. Let's move on. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. Just in case you ever needed a reminder that, you know, Disney is not the good guys. (laughs) I know. (laughs) know. They make stuff that's great, but they're also, you know, they're hardcore, you know, capitalists it's, and stuff. It's a and they're, mega corporate. they're doing it for themselves. Like you remember, I mean, how much money did the last, you know, uh, Endgame? How much did Endgame make? It was almost like three billion dollars or uh, three tr- trillion dollars? Was it? I don't, I don't know. I, no, I, I know it. Oh no, it was three billion. Sorry, three billion dollars. It was the. It's the highest grossing f- movie of all yeah. time. And now, you know, so, so are they? Are they even going to notice five grand? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Point zero zero one percent, something like that. Like holy yeah. crap! Yeah. yeah, yep. And and again, that's a one-time only payment. So he got paid for Captain America, the Winter Soldier, but not for all of these other movies. Oh that yeah, the Winter yeah. Soldier has showed up in. So yeah, so add a couple more zeros onto the uh, <laughs> before that one. Yeah, yeah, and it's enough to make me unhappy about things i see on social media watching all of these people jump to the defense of of uh, mega corporations but you know it's social media in general just it might not be that great for you no and i think you and i have talked at length probably me more than you about my uh distaste for for facebook especially and, and social media and everything but now what's end up happening is some documents have been leaked that basically like internal documentation from facebook that says they did the studies and they know that Instagram is very bad for kids, uh, specifically for young for young women. But for in kids in general, it causes like, all kinds of anxiety and, you know, instability and body issues, of course, especially with the young women and everything like that. And what was the other one? Oh, depression as well. Basically, there's nothing good. There's nothing course, good about no. it. It affects like a third of all users and stuff like that. And yeah, it it really makes you wonder, you know, is it worth it? You know, is it worth trying to become Instagram famous or, or having Instagram in general or Facebook in general? You know, we all know it's bad now. Like, I think the cat's out of the bag. And I like, shit, I'm hoping it's gone by the time, you know, Ben and William are old enough to want to use it. You know what I mean? It just Instagram in general or social well, media in social general? Social media. I, I mean, I don't think social media is actually going to go anywhere. But, you know, at this point in time, if, if Ben said, hey, uh, Dad, I want to get a Facebook account or something like that, I would probably fight him tooth and nail over getting it. Because, I mean, I, I've noticed with myself, I get a lot more depressed and everything like that. Not because like, oh, well, Mike got a PS5 and I don't get one. 
But it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you read all kinds of these stupid anti-vax things and all these other things, and it gets my blood boiling. And I don't know about you, but I, I mean, it affects me negatively. I feel a lot better now that I don't use it very often anymore. It's true. I feel like, like even in just in general, like I've, I've been thinking about taking, because I, I find that when it comes to social media, I pick one and then I'm on that one. You know, like I, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like, why doesn't Mike ever like my post? It's because I'm never on Facebook. I don't go on Facebook. I, I go on Instagram to post pictures of my son and then leave. <laughs> That's it. Like yeah. I don't I don't even it's funny that I, I use it, but I don't interact with it. Like I don't look at what anyone else is doing. Yeah. You must look at my child, but I don't want to look at your child. <laughs> well, <laughs> you and I, I think I think Instagram because I've always said like Instagram was my favorite of all of them, but yeah. I also curate my stuff you know, incredibly well. I, I see pictures of you guys and I see pictures of my other friends and, you know, how well the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to let me down this year, you mm-hmm. know, that kind of stuff. But that's it. I mean, I'm not following, you know, the coolest girl in the school or anything like that. I'm not a, I'm not a high schooler anymore. Right. So, right. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what it's like is if you're not part of it, you're all of a sudden the outsider and no one wants to be outsider. So you're going to do whatever it takes to become part of all this stuff. But yeah. Um, but I don't know, like I'm, I'm just reading through the article to make sure we haven't forgotten anything. But like, you know, let's talk about something super dark as suicide. And they said, you know, their own studies that said that 13 percent of their British users and 6 percent of their American users traced their desire to commit suicide directly to Instagram. <laughs> like, you know, that's that is a huge number. Doesn't sound that big, but that is a huge number. Yeah, it's when you think about it like how many million people are on these platforms six percent of you know 20 mil 25 million is thousands of people like yeah exactly exactly so i don't know it's to me i I really just wanted to bring it up because i think it's crazy that they've got these numbers and yet they're not doing anything about it yeah you know i guess they got rid of the like counter for a while maybe that makes things a little bit better but uh, I don't know, Mike. I don't. I don't like it. It's it's it was funny because you mentioned the like thing. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't show you a number. You can still look and see how many you have. <laughs> like it's still, you know, like it's still not good. Like no. it's, it's not any better. It's just this extra step to to go f- to go through. Like and I'll and I, I same with the same. Like I I've been there too. I I. I've mentioned on the show before that I have a nice Instagram account where I talk about video games. I haven't been using it very much, but there are moments when I've been using it and I'll look at somebody's posts and it'll be like, oh, it's got, you know, these guys, so-and-so has this many followers. And uh, and I look at it and I'm like, I was doing this way longer than them. Why do they have more followers than me? And then I'm like, wait, no, you don't care or do you, you shouldn't care. Why do you care? Stop it. No, it, exactly. But it's human nature to be like, mm. well, I want to win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to be number exactly. one. Or I, yeah. Why do they deserve it? And I don't like I tell you, the stuff that really bothers me is when people put on like their social media fronts. You know, like I, I know somebody who uh, is, I guess we'll call them like a lightweight social media influencer. They got like 15,000 people. And like mm-hmm. I know them personally and, and talk with them all the time. And it's like. The shit you post on your Instagram and Facebook and wherever is such a bullshit lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, it just takes everything in me to not call them out directly on the platform, you know? But yeah. I hate that crap, too. Like, And I know everybody wants to put their best foot forward. But, you know, there's a difference between, you know, Photoshopping your beard to look a little thicker, Mike, versus, uh, yeah, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just fake my entire life on, on the platform. Yeah, no, no, that's not, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> oh, well, hey, how about we, we talk about something a little more happy than suicide? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Like this that. is a depression episode now, Mike. <laughs> oh, well, let's make it, let's, I mean, depending on who you talk to, this was a very angry, anger filled topic. Mm-hmm. And, and that was last week, the, the Nintendo company held a new direct where, you know, they talk about their new games and such. And I mean, I guess we could talk about the games, but we no, we're not here to talk about the games. Something else happened during that presentation that was the talk of the world. And it was that they introduced the cast 
of the Super Mario Brothers movie that is being made. It's an animated movie that's being made by the same guys who made Despicable Me and Minions and uh, the Secret Life of Louis C.K.'s dog impersonation and whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> Was that the title? <laughs> I, 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 I might be missing a word or two. <laughs> yeah. But but the it's it's that company that's making it. And as we all suspected, it's a it's a an A-list Hollywood cast playing playing Mario and Friends instead of the people who, you know, do the voices for them for Mario now. And and sure enough, some of those choices were a little strange. And I, I guess let's let's get into it. Mario, Mario is being played by Chris Pratt, which I, I that one is the one that surprises me. Is Chris, the, Chris Pratt the king of animated movies? I think here, yeah. Well, it's it's true. I mean, he's in what? He's in the, the Lego, Lego movie. movie. Yeah, he's yeah. the head character or the main character. Sorry. Yeah, he's in the Lego movie, and I mean, obviously, he was in every movie for a while. I really enjoyed the post that somebody made that was a still from the Lego movie, or not the Lego movie, still from the Super Mario Brother movie of Mario and Yoshi, and it was a picture from Jurassic Park of, of Chris Pratt and the <laughs> Raptor. Yeah, so like, I mean, he's in he's in everything right now, right? Like, he's a mm-hmm. big movie star, and here he is being Mario, and I just, I'm just like. Is it just going to be Chris Pratt? Like, is he just going to be doing a Chris Pratt voice? Or is he going to be running around being like, Mamma Mia? You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> there's there's no way, though. I mean, I can understand why people want, like, the Mario. Like, uh, it's a me, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, isn't that incredibly stereotypical? <laughs> you know, it's already an amazingly stereotypical, like, Italian experience. And then you're going to have, like, these actors try to do the same kind of thing like i don't know i I, i'm not sure about that but yeah i feel like they're going to be doing their they're going to be doing their own thing using their normal voices yeah for 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 that and also luigi mario's brother luigi is gonna be charlie day from Mm -hmm. always sunny and and a whole bunch of other comedies and stuff and i mean that one i'm like Okay, that one I see. Like that's like the only yeah. one that immediately jumped out at me. He has a cartoon voice, yeah. And I mean, obviously, he's also in. Uh, he's also in the Lego Movie. He was um, Benny, the space guy. Oh yes, yeah, that's right. The old school uh, space Lego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got you know people like Jack Black as Bowser and Seth Rogen. What is he doing again? He's Donkey Kong. Don- Donkey Seth Kong. Rogen is Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong, who doesn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Donkey, Kong, Donkey Kong just goes rah, rah. like Bowser doesn't speak, you know. Like, yeah, I I know. So like, I Mike, what are you expecting here? Like, are you expect? Maybe maybe the question is is what did you expect when you heard the Lego Movie was a thing? Were you expecting a good movie? Because I, in my opinion, the whole Lego Movie series, because there's been a few of them now, mm-hmm. have all been fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, so are you thinking this is going to be another sort of Lego movie breakthrough or are you thinking this is going to be Mario Brothers 1985 awful, awful, awful live action movie sort of adaptation? Like where where do you think you're going to fall on this scale here? I feel like it's going to be a, more along the lines of. Oh, what, what am I thinking of? I think it's going to be more like the later the later Despicable Me movies. Okay. Where like, I I don't know if you've seen them. The first one was great. I really liked Despicable Me, the very first one. And then the Minions became popular. And basically from that point on, the rest of the series was basically like, hey, Minions though, you know, you know, like, (laughs) right, right. So I feel, I feel like it's going to be that because it's that studio, right? So I feel like it's going to be that kind of a movie. Like, I feel like it's going to be, you know, well-written and fun, but also something really annoying is going to come out of it that's just going to be like, uh, <laughs> you know, like, why did you put this in it? And and now that's like all that anybody's going to talk about. Like, you know, you're going to see the T-shirt with it on it a million times and, you know, grandma and grandpa are going to start posting on Facebook. They're like the pictures of Mario being like, don't tell me how to live my life. It's Friday or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that those crap memes, that kind of thing. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm trying to think of. The, the one thing that I can expect, 100% expect, based on the cast list alone, Keegan-Michael Key, who is a, a very funny comedian, is playing Toad. 
mm-hmm. Toad. Toad. Yes. His rendition of Toad is going to be that substitute teacher character he played on Key and Peel. I guarantee with like the, uh, you know, Ron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like not, yeah. not necessarily that, like that yeah, character, yeah, yeah. but it's going to be that performance with that voice. And it's going to be all like, Hey, I told, don't you tell me that, you know? And I'll be like, but that's not toad. Toad is like this little, like, eh, eh. but he's going to be like, I know I look silly, but you got to do, you know, like that's <laughs> the performance that I, as soon as I saw that casting, I'm like, that is how Toad is going to be in the movie. I can see yeah, it now in yeah. the trailer. Mario's going to, it's going to be, I don't know if it's going to be like the Mario origin story where he meets everybody, but he's going to meet Toad and he's going to be like, I'm Toad. And he'll be like, oh, interesting. And he'd be like, I know what you're doing. You're looking at me and you're going to be like, Toad, you're silly. Yeah, like that's, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. I, I can see it in the trailer right now. Yeah, so you don't think they're going to follow uh, Mario Brothers' deep and rich canon storylines <laughs> over the years? <laughs> Could you imagine he only moves left to right across the, oh, the movie my God. the entire time? How how quickly do you think it is before they make the joke that like the princess has gotten kidnapped like 10 times or something? Like There's like a montage of her being kidnapped or something? That has to be like the core storyline, right? I mean, that's literally... The only story that Mario has is the princess has gotten herself into shit. You know, it's time to deal with it, right? I, I feel like I feel like it's going to end with like she saved herself, you know, like maybe or maybe Mario and Luigi get in trouble and Princess Peach is the main character. Maybe. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Do a little twist there, Mike. I think we need to make some bold predictions here. Mm-hmm. What what? Marioism that references the games makes it into the the movie. I I think they've got to at some point have like an eight bit version of Mario, sixteen bit version, bad three D, good three D. I feel like somehow they're going to get teleported to like these two D, three D lands at some point. I I feel like that's either that is going to happen mm-hmm. or or one hundred percent the credits. You know how there's always rocking credits. Yeah, the rock and credits are, is is going to be the the 2D style Mario. Oh, you know, yeah, like that's good. That's good. Mar- yeah. Mario running across the words and everything. Like, I, I'm pretty sure they did that in the live action Sonic movie too. I haven't seen it, but I'm fairly certain I've seen a credit where it's like part of the the credits of of the movie and like cartoon Sonic from the games is running through. I mean, they yeah. did it in Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph is full of of sprites of the actual video game characters in the, in the credits. Like that's what they're going to do is they're going to slap the actual video game sprites in the credits. I feel like there's going to be some, some kind of reference to either Mario Kart or the fact that they, they play tennis all the time or, you know, like something, something to that effect is going to be referenced in the movie. All right. All right. That's our bold predictions, Mike, but you had a good point. Sonic. I remember when Sonic was announced, I was like a Sonic movie. Like, there is no storyline at all in those games, you know? Yeah. And that was apparently it was very well received. I haven't seen it myself, but uh, everybody said it was very good. Yeah. My uh, my nephew is in love with Sonic and oh, talks. Yeah, he talks yeah. about it all the time. I still the I older seen nephew it. or the younger nephew, the older nephew. Okay, like he yeah. showed up here to my dad's birthday party in a Sonic watch, Sonic hat and Sonic T-shirt. He's kid loves Sonic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but uh, yeah, so like. I, I haven't seen it myself. I've heard it's very good. My brother said he enjoyed it, and you know, it's he, he's forced to watch kids' movies. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. He told me that he finally made it out to a movie theater. He's like, it's the first time I've been to a movie in two years, and it was the Paw Patrol movie. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with the Paw Patrol movie. I haven't seen it, but I heard it was very good. Yeah. Uh, actually, funny side note is today, <laughs> I, I I'm watching William, and I want him to nap. And we noticed mm-hmm. that on days where William watches a lot of TV in the morning, that he will not nap. And I'm like, well, he's got a nap. I got to get some work done while he's napping. So I'm doing my best to to not let him watch TV, even though he watched a little bit earlier in the day. And, I, and I'm, I, I had to go to the bathroom. So I said, Laura, can you stop work for a second? Watch him while I go to the bathroom. She's like, yeah, for sure. And I come back and he's watching Paw Patrol. And I'm like, what the hell? She's like, I caved. I caved immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. the first time it was the first time he watched Paw Patrol because 
I don't know where it's come from. I, it must be kids at daycare with talking about Paw Patrol or Paw Patrol t-shirts or something because we have never shown him Paw Patrol and he's been talking about Paw Patrol all the time. It's probably. I mean, it's super popular. Ben loves the show. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, yeah, he's got like a Paw Patrol water bottle and a bunch of shirts. I think you guys even gave us one of the shirts and everything. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's a good show. I, I enjoy watching it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Laura got him. Laura got him a, a Paw Patrol coloring book mm-hmm. and she was she was with him. So I go to the bathroom. She's like, you want to use a coloring book? And he's coloring. He's coloring. He's like, I want to watch Paw Patrol. She's just like, all right. <laughs> like just <laughs> didn't even fight about it. So he, I come downstairs. He's, he's watching Paw Patrol for the first time. It was an episode about pirates and he didn't even finish the episode. Like Laura had already gone back to work and I'm sitting there with him. And he's like, all right, Blippi. It's like, oh, back to Blippy. It's always back to Blippy. <laughs> yeah, didn't have the holding power. But yeah, yeah, you just give it some time. Actually, it's funny, too. Speaking of Blippy, Imposter Blippy, we finally reached a point with Imposter Blippy. Oh, oh, has he not seen Imposter Blippy prior? We've seen, we've watched Imposter Blippy a whole bunch of times. And we were like, I guess he doesn't know that Imposter Blippy is somebody different or not. Like, he never says anything. Mm-hmm. And and we were watching a video with Imposter Blippy, and he turns to me and he goes, "I want to watch regular Blippy," and we're like, nice. "Oh, okay." And then we put on we put on a video with the old Blippy, and he was happy. So yeah, regular Blippy is is now what we say. Oh, uh, okay. I was just saying, yeah, we Blippy still pops up now and then at our house, but he's no longer. He's no longer top three. He's maybe top five, something like that. But I'll be honest, I've seen some of the ones with the new Blippy or whatever, Imposter Blippy, and I can't stand him. I, gen- <laughs> I, I actually, I, I don't mind Blippy at all. I feel like I'm one of the few parents who will like happily watch like the classic Blippies all the time over and over and over. Mm-hmm. But like the new guy, he just drives me crazy. And I don't know what it is. You know, it feels so fake. Maybe he doesn't feel authentic, you know? Because you know what real Blippy feels like, and this yeah. isn't real Blippy. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell when you're being pandered to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, Blippy's not the person, Mike. He's the character. It's the oh yes, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah, that's what the lawyers said. <laughs> Blippy, copyright Moonbug <laughs> Entertainment. <laughs> All right. Well, I think there is going to be a good point to leave things. That will do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT Nerds, FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more Dirty Dad advice for people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. Soon.